Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Always pointed to the pro-life commitment that we have as followers of Jesus Christ who identified himself as the life, the way, the truth, and the life, the bread of life, the one who came to give life and give it more abundantly. Welcome. Let's begin by prayer. Today is a special feast day in the church, the feast of the presentation of our Lord, Mary and Joseph, bringing Jesus to the temple uh, 40 days as according to the law, uh, law's prescription, uh, 40 days after his, his birth. And so we have reached 40 days after Christmas. Seems like yesterday, doesn't it? And uh, we have the beautiful feast that reminds us that we all belong to the Lord. Let's start with prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, we rejoice that we have this new day, and we are focused on you. We rejoice, Lord, that you give us our work to do, and Lord, we will do it, no matter what the obstacles. We rejoice that you have called us to be the people of life, and we will continue to defend life. We rejoice that you give us the forgiveness of sins, and we repent of those sins once again right now. We rejoice that you send us your Holy Spirit. We ask you, enable us to receive that a greater measure of that Spirit right here and now. Bless us as we pray for one another. As we leave our prayer intentions for each other to see, may we lift up those intentions not only now, but all throughout the day and the coming days, that we may be living our unity as the body of Christ, as the vine and the branches, as the living temple. We pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. So let's listen to this reading from the Gospel of Luke for this feast of the presentation of the Lord. When the days were completed for their purification according to the law of Moses, Mary and Joseph took Jesus up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. Just as it is written in the law of the Lord, Every male that opens the womb shall be consecrated to the Lord and to offer the sacrifice of a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons in accordance with the dictate in the law of the Lord. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, awaiting the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Christ of the Lord. He came in the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to perform the custom of the law in regard to him, he took him into his arms and blessed God, saying, Now, Master, you may let your servant go in peace, according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all the peoples a light for revelation to the Gentiles, and glory for your people Israel. The child's father and mother were amazed at what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rise of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be contradicted. And you yourself a sword will pierce, so that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. There was also a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years, having lived seven years with her husband after her marriage, and then as a widow until she was 84. 
She never left the temple, but worshipped night and day with fasting and prayer. And coming forward at that very time, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were awaiting the redemption of, Israel, of Jerusalem. When they had fulfilled all the prescriptions of the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, thank you, Lord Jesus, for this. Um, you know, what do you notice about this, this event of the presentation of the Lord? There are two key lessons, simple lessons, that I want to draw for you from this gospel. One, this is God. This child is God. And yet, Mary and Joseph follow every detail of the prescription of the law to present their child to God. The first lesson that comes here out through here is deep reverence and respect for the law, including what you might call liturgical law, laws regarding worship. We all have them. Every religion has them, although some religions emphasize them more than others. There are laws regarding worship, and then, of course, our respect for all law, laws uh, in the civil arena, all authority, all just authority is established by God. If anyone had an excuse to say, I'm exempt from this law of presenting my child to the Lord, it was those who knew that their child was the Lord. Couldn't Mary and Joseph have said, well, I don't want to make this journey here to the, to the temple and, and, and go through this ritual and, we're exempt. He's God. The child is God. No. Their closeness to God made them respect the law even more. And the fact that their child indeed was and is God doesn't mean that he shouldn't be offered in the temple because he came precisely to offer himself. This presentation, if you will, this consecration to the Father points to the obedience of Jesus to his mission to give his life as a ransom for many. It points to the cross. Listen, look at what is being done. The offering to God, acknowledging everything belongs to God the Father, including God the Son. They are co-equal, but the Son is offering himself to the Father and that is exactly what happens on the cross. Father, into your hands, I commend my spirit. So in the temple, I commend my child. Into your hands, I commend my spirit. And then at the end of salvation history, as Paul tells the Corinthians, the Christ who has conquered death and subjected all enemies under his feet will present the kingdom, us included, to the Father. All salvation history can be seen as this great consecration, this great offering. And that's why Paul also says, you, as you live your life today, present your bodies as a spiritual sacrifice to God. Present your prayers in thanksgiving and joy. Every day you are offering, consecrating, acknowledging God is God. God owns everything. Only God gets our absolute obedience. And we are joyful in giving everything back to the one who gave it to us all. That's the spiritual life. This goes right to the heart of what it means 
to be a believer in God and a follower of Christ. Secondly, second key lesson, this goes right to the heart of what it means to be pro-life. Of course, if you listen to me every day, you see that just about everything in Scripture goes right to the heart of what it means to be pro-life, because being pro-life goes right to the heart of what it means to be Christian and what it means to be human. But that aside, this does go right to the heart of it. And let me relate it by means of a story. I was praying as I have prayed out in front of almost every abortion facility in the country, praying out in front of one facility, and uh, there, were, uh, there was a group of people with me. I was leading the prayers. And one of the men in the group had his toes, literally his toes, over the property line of the abortion facility. Well, wouldn't you think one of those folks inside the abortion facility noticed that? I think I've nothing better to think about anyway. They came out and started yelling at that protester, get your feet off our property. I was leading the prayers. I paused at that moment. I looked at that person and I said, and when are you going to get your hands off God's property? You go into the womb with those surgical forceps or that suction tube, you tear that baby apart and throw her out in the medical waste, you are violating the rights, not only of that baby, you are violating the rights of God. Because as this feast of the presentation reminds us, life belongs to God Life comes from God, it belongs to God, it goes back to God. That's why the, 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 the consecration, we all belong to God. We don't belong to our parents, to the doctor, to the state. They are stewards in various ways of our life and health and well-being. But ultimately, who owns us? It goes to another story. This was um, abortionist James McMahon, late-term abortionist, now passed away who was asked by the American Medical Association News whether when he did these late-term abortions, he, he recognized that this was a child. And he says, yes, I acknowledge it's a child. But to me, the more important question is, who owns the child? And then he said, it's got to be the mother. No, Mr. McMahon, it doesn't. It's not the mother. God owns us and God alone. And this is something the Feast of the Presentation reminds us of. When you defend life, when you defend the rights of the unborn, you are defending the rights of their creator, our creator, the only one who owns human life, God himself. Praise God. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this word. We thank you for this journey that we are on a journey of consecration to you. We belong to you, Lord. Our bodies belong to you. And therefore, we honor our bodies. We care for our bodies. We exercise care through our health, through our diet, through our exercise, through our rest, through our hygiene. We honor the body as a sacred temple that belongs to you. We honor our mind, exercising our mind, thinking, reading, keeping our thoughts clear. We honor our souls. We care for our souls, nourishing our spiritual life according to all the precepts of the law that you give us, not looking for any exemption or exception to them. Not even Mary and Joseph did for their son, who is God. We thank you, Lord, for this journey. We are consecrated to you, and therefore every thought as Paul says, we bring into captivity to you every desire. We focus on you. We want you above all things, only in God. 
be at rest, my soul. Store up treasure in heaven, not on earth. We focus our and consecrate our desires upon you, Lord God. We consecrate to you all our actions. All our decisions must be according to your will. It's not my choice, my rights, my body, my freedom. It's about you, Lord God. And in submitting to you, we find our true freedom. Every arena of our life, Lord, we consecrate to you. Our work, may it be done for your glory. May we work hard. May we not cheat our employers. Your glory, Lord God, in all our leisure activities. To your glory, O oh God, in our political activities. The way that we vote, this too is under your dominion. Let us honor your kingdom in the way that we vote. Let us choose public servants who know the difference between serving the public and killing the public by abortion. We thank you, Lord. All is consecrated to you. And Father, we renew that consecration today as we pray in the words that Jesus gave us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord Jesus, send us your blessing today. Answer all the prayer intentions we have, and give us your protection as we defend and protect the least among us, our brothers and sisters in the womb. Bless us in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, friends, please share this video. Let others know about our daily scripture reflections on the days that I'm not traveling on the road. And uh, renew your consecration today to the Lord. Defend life vigorously. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.